0: Welcome into the Lifeline Morning Show. I'm Steven. Thanks so much for hanging out with me. So, here we are almost at the point of falling back an hour. We were just talking about this yesterday. My wife and I, I'm like, "You know, it got dark today at about 6:15. Next week it's going to be 5:15 when it gets dark." Ugh, I don't know about that. I'm glad this legislation's almost pushed all the way through so this ends. But, we'll see what happens with that. I'll keep you updated as we go along. But, even with all that dreariness and all of the darkness, I think maybe we need a little pick-me-up. I think maybe we need a little pep in our step this morning because, yeah, it's dark right now. It's really hard to get going when it's so dark outside, right? So, here we go. I've got an inspiring quote. I think you're really gonna like it, okay? It's just a, a great reminder. If you cannot do great things, Do small things in a great way. That's from Napoleon Hill, by the way. But let's unpack that for just a second. If you can't do great things, do small things in a great way. How many times is it the little things that make the biggest difference in your life? You know what I'm talking about. Other people might not even pay attention to these little things. But you see them, and they impact your life in a big way. Sometimes it's in the way that other people interact with you, that they're courteous, that they're polite. They greet you with a smile. Somebody holds the door open for you as you're approaching the store that they're going into. It's the small stuff. So remember that what you do today, even the small things, can have a great impact on somebody else's life. So do those small things in a great way and they'll be great things. Sound good? All right, find a way to put that into practice today, and I guarantee you, your days are going to be better. Hey, thanks so much for hanging out with me. I got a lot of great music. Here's Ben Fuller, Who I Am, right now on the Lifeline Morning Show. Hey, remember, when you have to step away from your radio, you can stream us on our website, 885jfm.com. Click that On Now button, press play, and you're good to go. Now turn it up. It's a good song. It's a topic I think we really need to cover this morning because it's something that we all have that, um, let's just say sometimes we don't always appreciate. Yeah. Uh, our pinky toes. <laughs> Do you enjoy your pinky toes? I think I figured out what their purpose is, and I think you're going to agree with me. Ready for this? Mm hmm. Here we go. The purpose of your pinky toe. <laughs> Is to make sure all the furniture in the house is in the right place. Because, oh man, it hurts. When you smack that thing on the edge of the... Oh, man. Oh, oh okay. So, uh sorry. I probably... um Do you have that blood taste in your mouth like I do? Ooh, yeah, it doesn't feel too good, does it? All right. Anyway, uh, back to the music that you love. Oh, I forgot to play my sound effect. Here you go. Come on. Play. Play. Ouch. Ah, there we go <laughs> and here we go back to some great music toby mack help is on the way ouch hey thanks for hanging out with me here on the lifeline morning show i'm steven so i love talking about music well because well first this is a radio station but second because actually i went to school for music you didn't know that about me yep i grew up playing drums i started at 10 years old and uh i ended up Getting into the high school band, playing drum set on the sideline for the Friday night football games. Oh, so much fun. Plus, uh, I moved into jazz band and I was able to go to college at Wallace State for music. And then I went to Jacksonville State, a percussion major. So I get around on a bunch of different instruments. And one thing I love is talking about different genres or different styles of music. Because, I mean, not everything floats our boat, right? Some of us like classical music. Some of us, yeah, not so much. That's boring. Some people like some country music. Yeah, that's fine. A little twang in there. A little guitar. Maybe some bluegrass. Oh, my goodness. We're talking about some some mandolin, banjo. (laughs) Good stuff, right? Some good old chicken picking. That's fun. But, you know, then some people, they like some get up and move kind of music. I mean, some fast make-you-want-to-dance kind of music. And I love that even in our churches, these different styles of music are highly represented. Okay, so take, for instance, um, let's say Old Country Baptist Church. You better believe either you're going to have a piano and an organ with everybody singing along, or you're going to have a guitar, probably a banjo, a mandolin, a bass guitar, a keyboard... Maybe an organ, but you're singing some of those older hymns, right? You spice them up a little bit. And then you get on into the you know, the non-denominational and, and maybe the more charismatic churches, and you're going to start hearing some praise and worship. And it's not like two services. One is traditional, one is contemporary. No, this is just straight contemporary all the time. And then you have other churches where you know, they like to turn it up a notch. Sometimes it's the Pentecostal churches. Sometimes they just like to move when they sing, and I absolutely love that. Now, this church decided to take one of the songs that we play here on the radio and make it fit their style, and I think it sounds so good. You've heard Goodness of God by Bethel Music here on the station. We've been playing it for a long time. Well, I bet you've never quite heard it this way. Uh, It might be my new favorite way of hearing it.
1: All my life you have been faithful. Come on, contract. Your... And all my life you have been so strong. Every breath, every breath that I am in. I wanna see.
0: I'm gonna see. I'm gonna see. i, just, I you now, so Makes you wanna dance, man. It makes you wanna grab that tambourine and just get to playing, you know? It makes you move. I love that. Oh, Now compare that to the way it was actually recorded. Here is Bethel Music and Jen Johnson with Goodness of God. And you just try to unhear what you just heard. It's impossible. (laughs) It's so good. Oh, turn it up. Sometimes us guys get a bad rap. People think we're not listening to them, especially our wives, girlfriends. Yeah, they're like, are you even listening to me? Because honestly, we're pretty good at tuning things out. But you know what? We are listening, and I've got proof coming up next it might make you laugh it never fails i'll be in the living room watching tv and my daughter and my wife are talking to each other across the room and then all of a sudden cassie tries to get my attention and i'm not paying attention to her i'm watching tv she finally says hey oh i'm like just say my name please just get my attention that way because that's that's annoying stop it (laughs) us guys sometimes we're not paying attention Sometimes we're not listening, but other times this might actually surprise you, ladies. We are listening, and we're actually storing that in our memory banks. We're, we're storing it up for a later date. Yeah, kind of like this guy. Um, he was listening for sure, but I, I don't know. You find out if he got the desired outcome.
2: An old man and an old lady was in the bedroom and the old lady looks in the mirror she said, Oh, honey, I'd give anything to be eight again. And, well, what she said kind of stuck with him and he remembered next week was her birthday. So when Saturday morning rolled around, he said, Wake up, it's time to eat Cocoa Puffs and watch Saturday morning cartoons, honey. Happy birthday. And she said, Wow, thanks. He said, Oh, we're not done yet. We're going to an amusement park after this. And they went to that park and rode every ride, roller coaster, and haunted house and bumper car you can think of. And she comes waddling out of there all sick and he said, Whoa, we ain't done yet. We're still going to go to McDonald's for lunch and get you happy meal and he hooked her up with all the fixings even the chocolate shake and the toy and he said when we get done here we're going to go to watch that movie here in the evening he hooked her up with a bunch of popcorn and candy and they watched all dogs go to heaven and after a long hard birthday they got back in the car she got all exhausted and he said well how does it feel to be eight again she looked at him and she said i was talking about my dress size not my age moral of the story even when a man is listening to you he's still gonna get it wrong
0: but at least he tried right that was sweet Like she was eight again. Happy birthday. Say it with me in three, two, one. Give me the horn. That's how we start the car line competition. Your chance to win three gift cards this morning. One to Gunnersville Chick-fil-A, one to Albertville Home Bakery, and one to the Caring Heart Thrift Store. It's a trivia game. I ask a question, give you the cue to call. Call me up first and correctly and win three gift cards. One to keep, two to give away. All right, sound good? Yeah, and don't be nervous because I take the calls while the songs are playing So I can go back and edit them and make you sound amazing on the radio Here is the first question of today's Carline competition What's another word for kneecap? Is it tibia, humerus, patella, or fibula? 256-505-0885 is the number to call Again, what's another word for kneecap? Is it tibia, humerus, patella, or fibula? 256-505-0885 Waiting on your call Right now In the meantime Riley Clemens With For The Good 88.5 J.F.M. Good morning Good morning Hey, who am I talking to? Isaac Bailey What's going on, my friend? Getting in the call line Okay, I got you Well, let's see if we can have a little fun this morning I got a question for you What's another word for kneecap? Is it tibia, humerus, patella, or fibula?
3: I'm thinking tibia.
0: Hmm. You know, your tibia is pretty close to your kneecap, but that happens to be that front bone of your leg. So, oh. if we take that one out and give you another chance, which is it? Is it humerus, patella, or fibula?
3: I'm thinking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <No. laughs> uh,
0: fibula Hmm. You know, fibula is that second bone in your leg. It's behind that first bone. So you got the tibia and the fibula in your leg. Now, if I gave you another chance, and I said, which is it, humerus or patella? And I gave you a hint. Okay, here we go. Humerus has to do with your funny bone. Patella. Patella is correct. Congratulations to you. You just won three gift cards. What do you think? <laughs> the whole thing is kinda of humorous. <laughs> I think so too. Hey, we're all about second and third chances around here. So glad you won. And I wonder who are you gonna give your extra gift cards to? Two very special people. Who are they?
3: My uncle yeah. uh just had soldier on his back and I wanna give one to him.
0: Okay. What do you like about that uncle?
3: He's sweet and funny. <laughs> And help him with my homework
0: Oh, cool And who is that second person? I'm
3: probably going to give this to uh, this guy named Tanner
0: Tanner Alright
3: uh, I'm taking care of his cat right now Oh I'm waiting for him and his girlfriend to get married
0: Oh, cool, okay Alright, well, what's the cat's name? Blessing. Blessing. That's cool. You like taking care of blessing? Oh, yeah. <laughs> awesome. My
3: other cat doesn't.
0: Oh, no. <laughs> Another jealous cat, huh? Yes. I got you. Wow. Well, good luck with that. I hope it all comes out okay. Well, you know what? I'm going to get these gift cards in the mail to you. Thank you so much for calling me this morning. I got your address right here on file. Okay. All right. I hope Thank you have you. a wonderful day. Me too. Bye. All right. Okay, I wonder if everybody listening this morning could help me out with something. You heard Isaac say that his uncle had back surgery. Let's pray for him real quick. Heavenly Father, in Jesus' name, right now we lift up Isaac's uncle to you, and we ask you, Father, to touch his back. Help him to recover quickly. Strengthen him every single day. Help him feel your presence all around him every day. And we thank you for it right now in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, you know what? It's always good to take the time to pray for somebody in need. Let me tell you a quick story before we get back on this car line competition. So yesterday, um, I had gone to Walmart, picked up a few things, and uh, I was on my way home. And you know, I've always got my radio stuff with me, and I just happened to go by this this business. I saw a truck sitting out front, and I thought, hey, I've never been in here before. Let me go ahead and stop. And I've got all my groceries in the back of the truck, right? So I stop, and I get out my little uh, portfolio thing, and I go inside, and I meet this guy. And he's a CPA in ARAB. And I get to sit down and talk with him. And immediately we kind of hit it off because he's got underneath his glass covered desk, he's got like this, you know, layer of glass on top. Well, between the glass and the top of his desk, there are all kinds of bills of money from all around the world. And I thought, oh, this is so cool. So I pulled out this uh, money that my little brother gave me from South Korea. And I kind of compared it to what he had. And sure enough, he had one of those bills on his desk. So that kinda opened up the conversation. But I told him who I was and I was, you know, always looking for business impact partners for the radio station and we just wondered if he might be interested in something like that. And as we kept having the conversation, I found out that this guy recently, within like the past month, month and a half, had a stroke. Yeah, and it affected his right eye. He lost vision in his right eye and the doctors seemed to think, well there's no chance of that vision being recovered. So uh, found out that was going on and he had to have surgery on his carotid artery because they're thinking some plaque broke off from there and hit his optic artery and that's what caused his vision to go. And right now they're just trying to save his eyeball. And it's weird. I know it's, it's one of those strange situations. He said, man, I just, I feel like a walking time, a ticking time bomb. I just do. I said, well, I'll be praying for You mind if I pray for you right now? Let me grab your hand real quick. So he stretched his hand across the desk, and I grabbed his, and I started praying. And I'm telling you, I believe that God heals even now. I do. Some people think that it died with the apostles. I don't. I believe he heals even now. He tells us in the Bible that there are different things, like uh, the gifts of the Spirit, right? Discernment, tongues, interpretation, prophecy, faith, wisdom, knowledge, healing, and miracles. That's part of the nine. So I know God can still do it. So I prayed a prayer. And, you know, I just asked God, I, you made this body. You know exactly how to fix it, Father. And so, yeah, I prayed for restoration of sight. I did. I sure did. And you know what? I believe God can do it. Yeah. So I told him, too, after I was done praying, because he, he seemed to be really, really hesitant about believing that, that the sight could come back, or even that the doctors are going to be able to save his eye. But I said, you know, sometimes in the Bible, it wasn't about the faith of the person that was, that was was uh, that was praying for their healing. It was... It was the faith of the person doing the praying for them. I said, and if you don't have faith, I do. So hey, could you do me a favor? Let's do this one more time. Let's lift this guy up in prayer and let's ask God to do a miracle. Can we do that? Do you believe that he can do a miracle today? All right, l- let's do this thing. Heavenly Father, in Jesus' name, right now, we lift up this gentleman to you. Father, you know exactly what happened to him. He's been dealing with the loss of sight in his right eye. But, Father, you know exactly how to restore it. The doctor said that it's likely it will never come back. But, Father, we don't believe the report of the doctor. We believe your report. And you want healing for us and health and wellness. Now, Father, right now, in Jesus' name, we ask you to touch this eye. We ask you to restore sight even now, Father, that it would become whole and healthy and well, and that sight would be restored. Father, and you would give this man just an overwhelming sensation of your presence all around him father help him have confidence help him have faith but father heal him now and we thank you for it in jesus name amen i believe it's done i've seen god work miracles through our prayers on the radio thank you so much for joining your faith with mine it means a lot the, the bible says that we're two or more gathered in his name there he is in, in their presence so and whatever you ask well he'll do it so i believe it and i know you do too So thank you so much. Now, let's get right back on this car line competition. Cue that music. Oh yeah, that feels good. All right, here we go. Here is your second question of the car line competition. Ooh, this one hits a little close to home because it might end up on your dinner plate. You might like it, you might not, but here we go. What is the capital city of Belgium? Is it Berlin, Budapest, Bratislava, or Brussels? 256-505-0885 is the number to call. Again, what is the capital city of Belgium? Is it Berlin, Budapest, Bratislava, or Brussels? 256-505-0885 is the number to call. (laughs) Yeah, I thought I'd get a call on that one. Gave a pretty good clue. (laughs) Hey, stay on the phone line with me while I start this next song, and I'll get your answer. Here's Katie Nicole in Jesus' name. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, who am I talking to? This is Ken. Ken, what's up, man? How much? How are you doing this morning? I'm doing okay. All right, but where are you headed today? Well, what's what's on the agenda? Well, we're
4: going to be working in Tennessee today.
0: Tennessee? What kind of work do you do? Electrical work. Very cool. All right, be careful. You don't want to have a shocking experience, right? How long have you been doing this? Maybe about 20 years. Very nice. Cool. All right, well, thank you for calling. Very nice to meet you. i got a question for you. I'm trying to give away some gift cards this morning. If you get this right... You'll win three gift cards. Here we go. What's the capital city of Belgium? Is it Berlin, Budapest, Bratislava, or Brussels? I believe it's Brussels. I believe you're right. <laughs> Congratulations. Now, here's the big question. Do you like Brussels sprouts? I do. Oh, very good. <laughs> nice. All right. Well, hey, with that correct answer, you just won three gift cards, one to Gunnersville Chick-fil-A, one to Albert Home Bakery, and one to the Caring Heart Thrift store in Arab. We want you to keep one and give the other two away. So, what two people are you going to give those two gift cards to?
4: I'm going to give one to my daughter, and then I'm going to give one to my mom.
0: Oh, Tell us your daughter's name. Brianna. And what's so special about Brianna?
4: I don't know where to start.
0: <laughs> give us just a taste.
4: Oh, she's talented. She's very talented with uh, piano and music. She loves, uh, she loves art.
0: Awesome. All right. And that second person you said was? My mom. Your mom. What do you love about mom? She's um,
4: done everything she can to be there for us our whole life.
0: Yeah. Moms just have a way of putting others ahead of themselves. It's like they put them, their own desires, their own needs on the back burner, and they make sure everybody in the family is taken care of. It sounds like you got a pretty cool mom. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Let me grab your address real quick. I'll get these gift cards sent your way. Got it. All right, Ken. Thanks so much for calling. And can I ask you one more question? Okay. Why do you listen to 88.5 JFM?
4: Um, very inspiring. I like to hear the message and Christian music keeps me going through the day.
0: Awesome. Thanks so much for listening. You're the reason why we're here, Ken. Have a great day. You too. Thank you. All right. Bye. So much fun, this car line competition, you're going to have a chance to win some gift cards just like Ken did here in the next few minutes right after the weather and word of life. Stick around. Now your word of life. Today it comes to you from Matthew chapter 10 verse 16 in the New Living Translation of the Bible. Look, I am sending you out as sheep among wolves, so be as shrewd as snakes and harmless as doves. Wow. What does that scripture mean to you today? Why don't you share it with somebody? Yeah, go ahead and add a comment as to what it means to you when you share it from our Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, or TikTok page. We've got it ready for you. It's also at the top of our website, 885jfm.com. Of course, you can go there and listen to us whenever you'd like to. Just click that on now button, press play, and you're good to go. A big shout out to Joel Modest listening to us in Palm Coast, Florida. We've got Melissa listening to us over in Woodville, Texas. We've got Huntsville, ARAB, Guntersville, and Albertville listening right now and across the ocean in Helsinki, Finland. Thank you for making us part of your day. You're the reason why we're here in the first place. (laughs) Uh, We think you're pretty cool. All right, we think you're so cool. In fact, we're giving you a chance to win some gift cards this morning on the Carline competition. Are you going to win some? Like Ken won just a few minutes ago? Or how about like Isaac won earlier on? Yeah, well, let's see. I've got a question here. Now, this is going to require you to do a little bit of math. So here we go. It's like you're at a restaurant. You're looking at the menu, and you're deciding what you want to eat, but you've got to figure out how much is it going to cost. Now, we're not going to factor tax into this, because that might be a little a little too complicated, right? Depending on where you live is how much tax you got to pay. So that's beside the point, all right? So these are the prices in a pancake shop. How much will it cost for three pancakes with lemon and sugar and two with chocolate syrup when the lemon and sugar pancakes are a dollar each And the chocolate pancakes are $1.50 each. Now remember, you've got three lemon and sugar pancakes at a dollar each and two chocolate pancakes at a dollar fifty each. How much does that add up to? Four bucks, $6.50, $5.50, or $6.256 505 0885 is the number to call. That phone line is open, ready, and waiting for your call. Here's the question one more time. So these are the prices in a pancake shop. How much will it cost for three? Pancakes with lemon and sugar, those cost a dollar each. Plus two pancakes with chocolate syrup, those cost a dollar fifty each. Would it cost four dollars, six dollars and fifty cents, five dollars and fifty cents, or six bucks? Two five six five oh five oh eight eight five is a number to call. I know it's kind of a complicated question, but we got to get some harder stuff out here, right? We're getting a little deeper into the hour. And there it is. My phone is lighting up. I got somebody on the line. Hey, stay there for me for just a second. Now, I will get your answer right after I start this song. It's Zach Williams, Heaven Help Me, right here on the Lifeline Morning Show. You know, sometimes we hear from some people we've never heard from before, like uh, like Ken earlier today. And sometimes we get to keep tabs with some of our regulars, and I absolutely love that he calls in. And we get to learn a little bit more about him every time. So you take a listen to this conversation, and uh, we'll give you a chance to win some gift cards coming up as well. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? What's up, Charles? I'm about in the same spot on the way to work. <laughs> I got you. Do you like pancakes? Yeah. Yeah? I probably shouldn't, but I do. <laughs> uh, what's your favorite topping for your pancakes?
4: I'm happy with just butter and syrup, but sometimes a little cool whip and strawberries
0: are good. Ooh, you're right, that is good.'re making me hungry now. Well here you're in a pancake shop, you're looking at the menu and you're trying to figure out how much this is gonna cost, right? You got lemon and sugar pancakes that are a dollar each. You got chocolate pancakes that are um, let's see a dollar fifty each. So you're getting three lemon and sugar and two chocolate. How much does that cost? Four dollars six fifty oh. five fifty or six bucks.
4: For me, it would only cost 3 but the answer is 6 Really? I'm not getting no lemon pancakes.
0: <laughs> I got you. <laughs> $6 is correct. Congratulations, nah. sir. You just won. <laughs> it's really fun to
4: get lemons at Western Sizzling because my grandson likes to eat them and the face he makes is just so cute. Now he's gotten to the point where he automatically wants them and says, look, watch.
0: <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. Cool, Charles. Well, hey, you know how this works, man. You just won three gift cards. We want you to keep one and give two away. So, who are you going to shout out on the radio today?
4: Oh, actually, my little grandson, since he just popped in my head like that for the question.
0: Awesome. He's a he's a funny little guy sometimes. And <laughs> he
4: knows it. He knows how cute he is.
0: Yeah. What's his name?
4: Lucas. There's two of them. They're both in my head. And Sam is the other one.
0: Oh, very cool.
4: And he is just as cute, only... You can just look at him and say his name, and he'll smile
0: at you. (laughs) Awesome. Cool, man. Well, thank you so much for sharing the love on the radio.
4: All right. You have a blessed day, sir.
0: All right. You too. I'll get these gift cards in the mail. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye. bye -bye. (laughs) Eating lemons. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I remember when my little one was so small. Those lemons didn't really face her at all. She'd eat them like candy. It was crazy. And yeah, her taste buds have changed now. She makes a few faces of her own. <laughs> Thanks, Charles, for calling me this morning. All right. Hey, I've got another question here. I wonder if you have what it takes to win some gift cards like Charles just did. All right. This one's a little a little harder. We're getting a little harder as we go along this morning. Which word describes a fear of bathing? Claustrophobia, arachnophobia, agoraphobia, or ablutophobia? 256 that's a number to call again which word describes a fear of bathing claustrophobia arachnophobia agoraphobia or ablutophobia 256 You might have to Google this one. 88.5 J.F.M., good morning. Good morning. Hey, who am I talking to? This is Ginger. Ginger, all right. So we're talking about some phobias this morning. And the original question actually had to do with spiders. And, of course, that's arachnophobia, but everybody knows that. So I thought, hey, let's get kind of a, a harder question here. So the question I have for you is this. What is a fear of bathing called? Is it claustrophobia? arachnophobia agoraphobia or ablutophobia ablutophobia that's exactly right congratulations to you you just won three gift cards now here's the big question did you have a fear of bathing when you were little
3: no actually i love to take a bath
0: (laughs) why is it it's like pulling teeth sometimes to get kids to take a bath my daughter's one of them
3: (laughs) we would probably um be rich if we could figure that one out right right
0: yeah Cool. So, those three gift cards: one to Gunnersville Chick Fil A, one to Albertville Home Bakery, and one to the Caring Heart Thrift Store in Arab. We want you to keep one. Give the other two away to two very special people. Who are they today?
3: Mitzi Naylor and Jane Latimer.
0: Tell us about Mitzi. What do you love about her?
3: Oh, she's got a huge heart. He—if you took her heart and split it into a million pieces and gave it to everybody in this world, it would be. Enough for two or three worlds. She's got a huge heart, and she loves with the love of Jesus.
0: Wow. I love that. And how about that Jane person you were talking about?
3: She's amazing as well. Yeah? She loves without question. No judgment. She's an amazing woman of God.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much for sharing some love here on the radio. I love this part of the competition. So, all right, let me grab your address real quick. I'll get these gift cards sent your way.
3: Can I give a shout out to Mercy Home?
0: Of course you can.
3: This is Ginger from Mercy Home Ministries in Claypool, Alabama. Our home is a home for um, broken women. Um, and we just love them and let God do the rest. If you want to know more about us, look us up on Facebook. Thanks and have a great day.
0: Very good. Thank you so much for the love and the shout out. That is awesome. I hope you have a wonderful day. You too. All right. Bye. Bye-bye. Ginger Gassaway, always glad to hear from you, and thank you for shouting out Mercy Home. And I just checked out their Facebook page myself. If you want to find it, it's facebook.com. It's at Mercy Home Ministries Outreach. Yeah, you can see uh, Ginger's uh, testimony there as well as a few other. If you go down the page, you see some ladies whose lives were changed. They went from hopeless to having hope, like Bridget Hubbard. She's one of them. And uh, how about this one here? It's it's from, let's see, Tamara Hawkins. Yeah, a bunch of ladies whose lives were changed. I love getting to hear a good testimony, seeing how God has worked in somebody's life. And hey, it's so important that we share our story with other people because likely they're going through some of the same stuff that we went through and we have gone through it and we came through successful on the other side. They need to hear that. It gives them faith. It gives them hope. So hey, when's the last time you shared your story with somebody? Share your testimony today. All right? Sound good? (laughs) <laughs> All right, that's going to bring us to the end of the car line competition for today. But you know what? We've got two hours of show left. What are we going to talk about? Well, not quite sure. I think I got some stuff you're going to like. We're, we're going to find out. But uh, I'm going to play some great music for you, too. Like the brand new one from uh, for King & Country with Jordan Sparks. It's called Love Me Like I Am. Well That's next. Stick around. I love learning more about these artists that I get to play you every morning on the radio. And one in particular has a local tie. His name is Stephen Curtis Chapman. He has been in contemporary Christian music for a while. We're talking 80s until now, right? It's so funny. He and his wife had a lot of fun uh, during Halloween. You see, the spirit of Halloween um, meme that kept going around Facebook. People would put their own information on it. Well, yeah, his wife, Mary Beth, said, Hey, here's the Stephen Curtis Chapman Halloween costume. It's for an adult. It has an inflatable guitar, a mullet wig, and it comes with a, uh, a Dove Award. So <laughs> I thought it was so funny. He even took a picture of himself and looked like a, uh, looked like a grandson with him in the picture on, uh, on Facebook. It was hilarious. They are so cool. But the local tie is their daughter, Stevie Joy. Well, she is a cheerleader at the University of Alabama. Roll Tide. You know what? It's pretty cool. I saw their outfits right before the Dove Awards. And guess what Stephen Curtis Chapman was wearing? A houndstooth jacket. Oh, yeah. I think he's loving some Roll Tide. So, anyway, let me tell you this. He is a very inspirational guy. He's been writing songs, like I said, for years and years. Still coming out with brand new music. In fact, he recently released his newest album. But I love that they focused on him at I Am Second. They did a whole interview with him. It's Mountains and Valleys, How Songwriting Still Motivates Stephen Curtis Chapman. It's a really good watch. If you want to check it out, it's IamSecond.com forward slash Stephen with a V. It's how you find it. But here's just a little excerpt about what he's found throughout his journey of writing songs over the years.
2: The more I understand about who God is, the more I learn um, is that he says, bring all of it to me. I already know it anyway. I'm God. I already know you're angry. I already know you're confused. I already know all of that. Will you just come to me? And will you trust me? Diving into that relationship
0: between a man and between God is something else. And he gets to kind of write from that perspective in his own life and on his own journey. And he writes songs like this one. It's called Still by Stephen Curtis Chapman.
4: The sky was clear
0: Kentucky Blue, he led me high up the mountain
2: to show me the view.
0: So, what if uh, the way to successfully parent your kids and make sure that they are successful as they grow up is to trick them? What exactly does that mean? Well, I came across this article. From a lady who knows a thing or two about raising successful kids. In fact, of her three daughters, two are CEOs and one is a doctor. And she says you have to trick them. But it's not exactly what it sounds like. No, trick is the acronym. I'll tell you what it stands for. Coming up after the afters. Eska Wojcicki knows a thing or two about raising successful people. Yeah, you see, all three of her daughters are highly successful. Two of them are CEOs. One of them is a doctor. You probably even uh, use one of the things, one of the businesses that one of them is a CEO of. So here we go. Susan Wojcicki is the CEO of YouTube. And then her sister, Anne, is the co-founder and CEO of 23andMe. And Dr. Janet Wojcicki is an anthropologist and epidemiologist. Crazy, right? Highly successful people raised by this lady. Her name is Esther. And let me tell you, She has decided to put all of her tips and tricks into a book. And I thought this was pretty cool. It's called How to Raise Successful People. And this is what she says. In order for your kids to be successful, you have to trick them. But it's not exactly what it sounds like. Trick is an acronym that she uses. It stands for trust, respect, independence, collaboration, and kindness. Wow, that makes a lot of sense, right? Well, she says really her strategy early on was she doesn't coddle her kids instead she said the more you trust your children to do things on their own the more empowered they'll be the key is to begin with guided practice it's the i do we do you do method that's what teachers do every day right the teacher does it themselves and then they do it together with the student and then the student does it on their own that's a great way to learn well, that's how you start this thing off. And really, one of the coolest ways of starting the process is by asking your kid to make their bed, pick up their, pick their own outfits and help with dishes and when making dinner. She says, it's funny that every child's raised by a parent who cooks them meals, but an astonishing number of them grow up having no idea how to boil water. Why? Because nobody bothered to get them involved. Wow. Remember the old saying, give a man a fish and he'll eat for a day, teach him to fish and he'll eat forever. That's what we have to do with our kids. We have to teach them how to handle things, right? And here's the deal. She said, this was so important. She says, the idea is to teach them how to cope with what life throws at them. One of the most important lessons I taught my daughters is that the only thing you can control is how you react to things. Wow. That's huge. That's a lesson we're learning even as adults, you know? Because, yeah, we get bent out of shape. Sometimes we act in the moment, in the heat of the moment, and we regret it. But we can control how we react and how we respond to situations. So when you apply this method, who knows? You might just have a CEO in your future. (laughs) I read this quote earlier. um, It was a couple weeks ago, actually. And uh, it said, your biggest contribution may not be what you do in this life, but who you raise in this life. And that is so important. And I know you, mom and dad, you're doing the best you can and you're doing a great job. I just wanted to bring you some more strategies, some more tips and tricks on how to really help your kid thrive. That's what I'm here for, to help make your day just a little bit better. And I'm taking this advice myself. I've got an almost eight year old right now that I'm wanting to give her the best future possible, right? The best chance of being successful. So I'll take all this advice too. Tell you what, if you really like that, I'm going to go ahead and put it up over on our 885JFM's Come Together Facebook group. You can learn more about the author, even check out her book, and you can take a look at this acronym and how to apply it. So, just an idea for you. Again, it's going to be at the 885JFM's Come Together Facebook group. You can find it, just type that into Facebook, and um, you can check it out right over there. All right, I'm going to go post it. Right now, so give me just a couple minutes, okay? But in the meantime, let me play you some more great music. I've got We Are Messengers with God You Are right now on the Lifeline Morning Show. So when you see something's free, does it get you excited? Like, say there's something sitting there on the curb and it's got a sign that says, here, free stuff, take it, you know, that kind of thing? does that excite you well i know for some it does for some it doesn't but i've got a story for you coming up here i think you might just like so stick around and we'll get into that coming up shortly right here on the lifeline morning show but first here's building 429 with impossible hey uh let me tell you something that excites me free stuff or let's just say a good deal that really gets me excited too sometimes i'll go to some of these uh antique stores I 'll go to like uh, Picker 's Choice or Blacks Old and New, and Arab that place is like two stories of awesome. I go in there and see just what 's there well, what's I almost picked up an under the bed shoe organizer because between my wife and my daughter, the shoes are overflowing we 've got like these racks that hang on the backs of our closet doors, but they 're full, and I need more room. <laughs> so I almost bought those last time I was there. But let me tell you what else excites me: the free section on uh, craigslist or finding those free items on facebook marketplace you never know you know one man's trash is another man's treasure it just happens to be my treasure most times (laughs) but anyway i'm going to bring in the story of one mom who is definitely paying for her raising With her kids, because, see, she was the same way when she was a kid. So what have her kids gotten into? Stick around, and I think you're going to chuckle. So I'll get into it next, right after Matt Marr, alive and breathing, right here on the Lifeline Morning Show, on your 88.5 JFM. I love a good deal, and so does Samantha. Samantha said this, when I was a kid, four times a year, my small town designated a heavy trash day where everyone was allowed a garbage pickup with no size or weight limits. And on this glorious day, my dead-end street would be peppered with overflowing barrels, bags, and big unsightly items that my neighbors no longer wanted. And you know what they say about one man's trash. I was in heaven. My eight-year-old self would go shopping, examine all the discarded belongings, and create a collection for myself. Highlights from my hunts included a brass floral jewelry box, the game Girl Talk, and a pair of crutches. I crutched up and down that street completely uninjured for my entire eight-year-old summer, entertaining myself, all thanks to Heavy Trash Day. And then, a few weeks ago, it was payback time, when my neighbor put out a table of goodies with a sign that said, free stuff. My kids wouldn't even have to rummage through dirt for the good stuff. This was like a free yard sale. Everything set perfectly on display for easy picking. My kids, like me, are consumers. They also love a new adventure and any feeling of independence. So as soon as my seven-year-old read that sign, it was game on. But I had no idea how far they'd take it. All I have to say is, wow, apparently a passion for trash hunting gets amplified with each generation. (laughs) It started after dinner. About an hour after the free stuff had been put out, my seven-year-old son and four-year-old daughter were riding their bikes, and suddenly I heard them sprinting into the house. Mom! My son screamed. There's a free store down the street. They said, I can even take the table. And as a former picker myself, I knew I needed to show my support for their enthusiasm while still maintaining some control over the situation. So I told them, wow, buddy, that's great. Maybe you leave the table behind, though. I'm not sure we have room for that. The two of them made upwards of 35 trips on their bikes back and forth over the next hour. I watched each trip from the window, observing them mulling over each item, then packing their loot into a basket they found on the table. The first haul brought in a bag of Beanie Babies, not the valuable ones, I already googled them, (laughs) a satchel of buttons, uh, and three rusty fishing rods. After that came a briefcase, a brand new set of push-up crayons, two dolls, a bag of military pins, ping-pong paddles, three coffee mugs, and a shoehorn. <laughs> they spent the whole night cleaning, shining, and admiring their new treasures. They sorted, organized, made plans, never arguing once. A little light trash picking apparently brings out the best in my kids. It didn't stop there either. The next morning, my daughter was up at 6 a. M, nose to nose with me as I lay still sleeping. Mom, she whispered, I'm going to go back to the free store. I opened my eyes and I met her gaze. No, sweetie, it's too early. You could do that a little later when more people are awake. She sobbed. A couple hours later and 8,000 asks later, (laughs) I told her it was time and she could go. I was quickly distracted by the morning chaos that the other kids in my house ignite and suddenly realized it had been about 20 minutes and she hadn't returned i looked out the window toward the table she wasn't there i started to panic of course she was abducted at the trash site what kind of mother lets her four-year-old trash pick alone but right before my hyperventilation kicked in i heard the door open i rounded the corner and there she was bike helmet still on donning her last and final table treasure An adult Glinda the Good Witch costume. (laughs) She was tripping over the enormous adult-length Thule skirt and glitter began dispersing in the air and all over the kitchen floor. And then the proudest face I've ever seen. She marched toward me. Mom, can you believe how beautiful I am? Who would ever give this away? You're so beautiful, I replied, and I have no idea. Another win for the trash pickers. Maybe we'll take the table after all. (laughs) i love that there is something about free stuff that brings out the kid and all of us and to see them have such a good time with that free stuff oh it was totally worth it so samantha is paying for her raising but having a pretty good story to tell about it at the same time i love that i just had to share it with you hey thanks for hanging out with me here on the lifeline morning show here's some more great music for you we the kingdom with miracle power you can see them live tomorrow night in birmingham go to our website to find out how Now, I myself personally think your stuff is your stuff, and I have no right to tell you what to do with your stuff, but that's exactly what HOA is, isn't it? Homeowners Association, what do you think about those? Yeah, I've yet to live at a place that had HOA, but let me tell you, there can be some benefits and there can be some really bad consequences that come down the pike with that little topic right there. So, hey, stick around. Let's talk about it next, okay? Okay right after Brooke Lidgetwood and Brandon Lake, Honey in the Rock. So I've never really seen HOAs in a positive light until here recently. Let me tell you why. I grew up in the country, right? I believe that our stuff was our stuff and nobody had a right to tell us how to display our stuff or how to cut our yard or what to do with our stuff, right? It's all about some freedom. I believe in liberty, right? (laughs) But with HOAs, I understand there are some benefits. There are some uh, cons as well. So... Let's talk about a few of those. I don't know, maybe you have an HOA, but I'll tell you the one exception to this rule that I've found recently, but here we go. One of the pros, homeowners associations provide amenities, like buying into an HOA may give you access to amenities like a tennis court or a fitness center that you might not otherwise be able to afford, right? Another pro is they reduce your responsibilities. Maybe the fees you pay to HOA typically go towards services like uh, maintenance you might otherwise have to perform or contract for yourself. Okay, and then here's another pro. They help keep up appearances. HOAs typically have rules to prevent property neglect and resulting neighborhood decline. They can help to maintain the property values for the homes within the community. All those are the pros. Here are the cons. An HOA can foreclose on your home. If you get behind on your HOA fees, they may be able to foreclose on your home. Yeah, so that's one of them. Here's another they can uh, spring assessments on you. If the HOA doesn't have cash reserves to cover an expenditure, it can impose an, ins- an assessment to come up with the money. What do you think about that? It may stop you from renting your place. There are a lot of other cons as well. But here's the deal. Recently, I found out that there is a pretty cool benefit to HOAs. I know this couple who owns a condo at the um, what is it called? The beach. The Beach Club at Fort Morgan. The place is massive. It is huge. It is so nice, though. The pool, all the amenities, everything's taken care of. Everything's swept up. Everything's clean. It's great. They have amazing beachfront as well. They've got all the the, the chairs and the umbrellas out there for the owners. But the HOA's at that place like six hundred dollars a month. That's a lot of money, but. All that money goes to really good stuff. And I understand because that's a vacation place. But when it comes to my home, I don't know. I kind of want to have the say on what I do with my stuff. That's where we find this person. They got a letter. And the letter read this. It has come to our attention that, or to our residents, that the potted plants outside of your home on the porch are not real. and They're decorations. And we feel this will reflect extremely poorly on our houses and other constituents here in the area who have real plants who might wish to sell their homes one day, and buyers running away when they see your fake plants. Earlier this week, myself and 14 other neighbors, including the state environment official, have held a group meeting to discuss the appropriate action necessary to solve this issue. As of this writing, we have decided to grant you two days to remove the selected plants from your porch. If we choose not to, we may have to take official action, have a policeman come out, may have to take you to court if your flowers are not removed quite immediately. You must do this within two days minimum. See, stuff like that gets on my nerves. It's like, come on, you know, it's my stuff. It looks nice. Leave me alone. But I understand you kind of get yourself into that when you buy into an HOA, but it's just one of those things. It's hard to share. There can be some pros, there can be some cons, but really when it comes down to it, I think, my own opinion, you should be able to do with your stuff what you want to do because it's your stuff. But, I digress. Back to the music now. Andrew Ripp, fill my cup, <laughs> right here on the Lifeline Morning Show. Let's be honest, there are a lot of good stories and there are a lot of bad stories. I mean, uh, I don't know how often you watch the news, but likely you're going to see something pretty rough, right? Yeah, that's just normal these days, but... It's finding the positive in the negative that's so important. So I want to do that with you coming up next. We're going to touch on a topic that is, oh, it's really sad. We're talking about as our loved ones get older and maybe some of them having to deal with Alzheimer's and dementia, things like that. It's not a fun thing to deal with at all, but I can tell you there's some positive in the middle of the negative. I will let you know exactly what I'm talking about next stick around i want you to hear this because it'll touch your heart it really will here's Micah tyler with walking free it's kind of a tall order but i'm gonna try it finding the good in the bad yeah let's talk about something that affects a lot of people's lives as their loved ones get older sometimes they start forgetting things and then comes the diagnosis alzheimer's or dementia it's rough unrelenting, unforgiving kind of stuff. I mean, it's like all of a sudden they forget their loved ones. It is tragic to watch, much less to be involved with. But, can there be some good in the middle of that? I found some, and I want to share it with you. Now, keep keep your mind open on this one, because while I'm saying I found some good, that's a really hard thing because of how bad it is. But, Bailey Kitchen. She has a dad. His name is Scott. And at 58 years old, he was diagnosed with early onset dementia and Wernicke's encephalopathy. So it was a year ago they got the diagnosis. And so Bailey has been documenting the journey and raising awareness of dementia on TikTok. And she shared a conversation she had with her dad. And There is something positive to gain here. I want you just to listen with an open heart and see what I'm talking about. We'll unpack it right after I play it. Here it is, that conversation that they had together, a mom, a a daughter, and dad. Take a listen to this.
1: Wait, so what am I doing that's freaking you out? Calling me dad is
2: freaking me out.
0: Me calling you dad
1: is freaking you out? Uh Uh-huh. Why?
2: (coughs) Because I don't think I'm your dad.
1: Who are you? I don't know. <laughs> okay. So,
2: so I must be. I yeah, must I mean be. if you
1: don't know who you are, you could be my dad if you I, want.
2: I could be. If it I I'm obviously somebody.
1: You're somebody to me, I feel.
2: Yes, I think we are too, because I have feelings for you. Yeah. There are feelings. There are I know this girl, this lady. hmm She is important to me in her yeah. life. Okay. So you mean something to me. That lady, I think I know. Yes. I think that is my mother. You think that's your mother. Yes. Either way, I believe I know her Okay. from somewhere.
1: And you know that you're safe around her and that she's a good person.
2: And That's how I feel around her, yes. Is that
1: how you feel around me? Yes. Okay, well then I guess it really doesn't matter who you feel I am. As long as you feel safe around me and you know that I love you and you love me, that's okay with me.
2: I do feel that way.
1: Okay, in my mind and in my heart, you're my dad, and you will always be my dad. And if that's okay with you,
2: yes, that is. Wait, what? I don't want. I don't want to hurt you.
1: You're not going to hurt me, no I, matter what you think. You are not going to hurt me, Dad. And that's just what I've always called you as Dad. But if you'd like me to call you something else, I will. If it makes you more comfortable, I can call you Scott.
2: That is my name.
1: Okay. How about I'll just call you Scott then, and you call me Bailey.
2: Okay. Deal. How does how do you feel with that? Does that hurt? That
1: doesn't your feelings? hurt my feelings at all. I love you, Scott. I love you too. We're we're family. We are. In uh, my heart, we are. And that's what we are in my heart too, family. No problem. Okay.
0: Let me tell you the good I got from that conversation. It was this. Though the memories are gone, he still knows that he loves the person he's talking to. Though he thinks his wife is his mother, he still loves that person as well. So even though the memories are gone, the emotions are still there. Not all is lost. And that says a lot to the complexity of who we are as humans. Three parts, right? Spirit, soul, and body. Though the body's failing... And those memories might be going still, the spirit side of us, and the thoughts, the emotion side of us, well, that's still intact. I just love the complexity of who we are and how we're built. God knew what he was doing when he made us. Now, I hate the fact that he's having to deal with dementia. I know that God can heal that as well. I do. I know he can because he made the body. He can heal that. But if there's any good to be gotten out of a story like that, I believe it's this, that the emotion is still there. That he still feels that love between him and his family members. So that's the good I found. And that's my challenge to you today is to find the good and the bad stuff around you. Maybe it's something small, but there's got to be something good. If you find that, I bet you it'll change your perspective just a little bit. It'll help you have a better day and it'll help you understand the situation just a little bit more. And maybe even if you can't do anything big about it, at least you know there's still some good there. And it's not worth giving up on. I'm trying to get a little inspiration here. You see there is a um there's a group of cubs right now over in Oklahoma City, at the zoo, and it's, it's four Tiger Cubs. But here's the deal. They're trying to get names for these. So I'm thinking of TV shows that had four main characters. And I, do you remember Kramer, George, Elaine, and Jerry <laughs> from Seinfeld? Yeah, that's good, right? How about some others? For me, when I was a kid, Michelangelo, Donatello, Leonardo, and Raphael, of course, they were my favorite. I loved the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And you got other foursomes, like Egon, Winston, Peter, and Ray, Ghostbusters, <laughs> Human Torch, Mr. Fantastic, The Invisible Woman, and Thing. That's a fantastic four. But what would you call four Tiger Cubs? It's three girls and one boy. So be thinking about that. I'll tell you how you can do that. So the place to go for this is dot org that's how you get in touch with oklahoma city zoo because they got four cubs that need names it's three girls and one boy so i wonder what you would name them i got to thinking about this and i couldn't find like a um a celebrity foursome already named right that was three girls and one boy so i got to thinking well what would i call them maybe something like this maybe bubba sally jenny and Tammy. That would work, right? Unfortunately, they've already come up with names. They have a few groups, and you can go ahead and and vote on which group of names you think is best. Now, here are the options. I guess they're staying African with this, okay? Nima, Zahara, McKenna, and Mashengo is the first uh, set of options. The second is Niasi, Mliyama, and Empty with Mwamba for the male. And the third group is Ada, Alva, Talamina, and Shawnee. So there you go. Those are your options. You can go and check that out. Again, the way to do that is over at okczoo.org. So who knows? You could leave your mark on the zoo there in Oklahoma City and have a chance to help name those cubs. Pretty cool little story there. And they're so cute, by the way. You gotta see him All right, more great music headed your way. I've got Chris Tomlin and Lady A with "Who You Are to Me" right here on the Lifeline Morning Show on your eighty-eight-five JFM, making your day better. We gotta have a Bubba. I think they should change one of those to Bubba. The more I think about it, the more I realize that I don't think it was a mistake that I walked into that place yesterday. So I, I told the story a little while earlier on the show, but basically what happened was yesterday. Um, I had a doctor's appointment so I went to the dermatologist and got checked out all is well by the way but after I was done there I had a choice to make so I went ahead and put it in Nana's hands I said hey Nana you got Grace right now and I can come pick her up now or she can just hang out with you for a little while which would you rather she said let her hang out with me I said okay so then I went to Walmart I picked up a few odds and ends that we've been needing and so I put all that stuff in the truck and I'm headed toward the house and I decided to go home a little different way this this day of all days, not my normal pattern. So when I'm going this way, I noticed this business. I've been wanting to go in there and talk with them about the radio station right there in ARAP. It's a CPA office. So I see a truck sitting outside. I'm like, hey, today's my day. Let's go in here. Let's, let's take them some info about the station, tell them what we're about, see if we can get another business impact partner, right? Because that's part of my job as well. So... And you know, it's, it's weird because I wouldn't normally do this when I've got groceries in the back of the truck headed home, but I did on this day. And I go inside and I meet this guy, and uh, we just hit it off. Just a great conversation. And I find out during the course of the conversation that he's been dealing with a lot physically here lately. He had a stroke, he lost vision in his right eye, and he had to have some other stuff done on his carotid artery. They're thinking that plaque broke off of his carotid and hit his optic uh, artery, and that's what caused the blindness, and they're saying he probably won't gain his sight back. They're trying to keep the eyeball healthy so he can keep it, but I got the opportunity to pray with him because I believe God still heals, and I asked him, I said, you mind if I pray for you? Just reach your hand across here. So I grabbed his hand, and there in his office, we prayed, and the more I think about it, I was talking to my wife about it last night. I was like, that's not normal for me, just to out of the blue, stop and do something like like that to stop somewhere on my way home from walmart you know but i think there was a reason and i believe this man's being healed i believe he's receiving sight back to his eye i believe it because i know my god is that big so i want to challenge you ask god for big things today okay i'll see you right back here tomorrow morning from 6 to 10 for another lifeline morning show